Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, folks. We're going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard. Bridge MCP is in the house. Bruce Pollard is in the house. Bridge MCP from uh, from Binghamton, New York, upstate New York. We have Bruce Pollard from uh, Kingwood, Texas. Eric Hayes from Atascacita in Kingwood, Texas. We have Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. We have... R Michael Rudnan from Brooklyn, New York. We have E2247 from all over the United States of America. And, of course, we have in the house. Uh, let me see. Did I, who did I miss? Who did I miss? Who did I miss? King Perdi. Anyhow, we're going to have a great show for you today. Um, you know, I am sorry, but we have the most incompetent set of politicians, and, and I'm not only talking about on the Republican side at all. I mean, we go over the same crap over and over and over again. You know, this stuff about the government shutting down again. And, you know, they wait till up to the minute and then they all fight and try to get things done real quickly. Right now, it, it would have been culture for Democrats to be hammering, you know, I mean, all this ramp up to this potential shutdown. Democrats should have been bringing out the news every single day, every hour. Republicans are attempting to shut the government down because they don't want, I mean, every day they should inculcate it into the minds of people, right? Because that is what, whenever the Republicans are faltering or they think that they can get Democrats on something that they believe they're faltering up. Of course, that's it's generally not true, but uh, it's not enough to be truthful. It's not enough to tell the truth, right? Because if we look at if we look at some of the stuff my brother Eric points out there, it is clear that a lot of what he articulates is devoid of any truth. But he believes it because of uh, the repetition with which he hears it in the false sources of his in, of, of 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 those who inform him. So uh, you, you hear that, and you see what we're talking about. But anyhow, uh, so it, it behooved me. But there, there is a problem, in fact, with Democrats. And I, I, I did a little 30-something uh, second meme that I want to play because I'm going to let this one fly out there in meme land. But check out what I had to say here. Here is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. An undocumented immigrant commits a crime in America and in unison. Republicans falsely make that a failure by Democrats, even as they obstruct immigration reform. On the other hand, Democrats fail to speak with one voice to correctly blame Republicans for the thousands of year over year over year gun murders because of Republican murderous gun policies. Democrats must stop taking a pocket knife to an AR-15 style gunfight. And that's what it's all about. Learn how to fight. And not only learn how to fight, but never leave the fight. Because you know who never leaves the fight? Those who are paying the GOP to do the evil that they do. They never leave the fight. They're always there in the fight in the fight. And where are Democrats? Democrats are there 
complaining. Democrats are there doing all the things that they really shouldn't be doing to get things the way they need to go. So folks, let's let's get real. Let's get real. Let's get real. Anyway, how are my peeps doing today? I trust everybody is fine. Let me go ahead and start reading some of what you guys are putting out there. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. E2247 has the most prescient words of the morning of the afternoon. Silence is complicity. A few words do change the world. Exactamundo. Exactamente eso es cierto. That is true. Secondly, E2247, day 143 since 7 October 2023, equal to 29,782 Palestinians killed, 268 persons more than a day 140. 70,043 wounded equal 99,825 casualties. That is what our president is supporting right now. And I think he's going to get a wake-up call in Michigan when the non-committed vote is executed. And I'm going to be telling you, I'll, I'll tell you this, I want them to be successful in Michigan because I still think there's a certain amount of disdain, not disdain, there's a certain amount of, uh, oh, they won't do that. You know, those boys won't do that. Those little boys and kids won't do that because that is how Biden is treating his Arab and, and Muslim followers right now. He is treating them like second class citizens. No doubt about it. He's out there thinking, where else do they have to go? Or he's also thinking, well, they'll just do the right thing. It reminds me of what I say all the time. When do you stop asking uh, some to sacrifice for you? Uh, when it comes to, don't ask for reparations. That'll corrupt, that, that'll cause us the election. Don't ask for this. They're asking all the people that have always been aggrieved for a long time. Don't ask for it now. Let's wait a while. Let's wait a while. And what happens is those that are aggrieved, they wait and they wait and they wait as they continue to vote to support those who already have it, who already, you know, and what I try to tell folks is we treat some people so badly that a little bit more bad is worse, not for them, but for those who are asking them to tolerate a bit more, a bit longer, because tolerating a bit longer means you'll be tolerating it forever. So I want Michigan to send Biden a message. I want Michigan to vote non-committal. Now, I mean, like I said, folks, I'm I'm voting for for Biden comes the election because I see some additional things that 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 I that I can send for. But I am not going to ask my Muslim brothers and sisters who are losing families left and right with American bombs. I am not going to ask them to go ahead and continuously give their blind support and monies and, 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 and voting bona fides to Brother Biden as he disregards, as he tells his UN ambassador, don't support a ceasefire. Don't support not killing Palestinian babies. Don't support any of that. Because on a false belief that somehow Israel is really just after Hamas. Israel is not after Hamas. 
Israel is after genocide. Israel wants to make things so difficult for people in Gaza, for people in the West Bank, so godly unlivable that all their relatives around the world go ahead and say, all right, come on to America, come on to Finland, come on to France, come on. It's a reverse of, you know, and, and, and don't let anybody fool you into believing that telling these truths makes you anti-Semitic. Don't ever fall into that belief because people are dying for falling for a false belief. People are dying because people are not speaking up. Every time I see those pictures on TV, it hurts to the core. It hurts the heart. And I ask, why, is, why are we not doing what's necessary? No, Biden needs to feel it when he goes to Michigan. He needs Michigan to give him a wake-up call. He won't win Michigan without the Muslim vote. He will not win Michigan without the Muslim vote. So he needs to see that they're organized just as much as they were organized here in Houston. When I went to the when I went to this dinner and Ray and, and watched them raise close to a hundred thousand dollars of the million dollars that Cornell West needs to be on the ballot in Texas. And you know what? It is time. Biden either changes as far as supporting the non-killing, the non-murder, the non-genocide of the Palestinians in Gaza, or he feels it, or he feels it. And you know what? Yeah, it'll be a bad thing if he loses the election, but you know what? What difference does it make if he doesn't, if, if he goes ahead and, and not support those who are dying because he only has the affinity to support some because he only believes in the humanity of a few can't argue with that all right continuing with my reading continue with my reading michael rudden says christian science monitor republicans scramble to contain backlash from ivf court ruling alabama february 21st ruling that frozen embryos are considered children has republicans scrambling to contain the backlash as iv clinics shutter world statewide in republican internal poll 85 percent of respondents say they supported ivf a family planning measure of course they do of course they do Harry Kay says, lying is not good for the law industry. First about when a fear starts and then money now calls prove it. No, I don't. Uh, nobody needs to go prove uh, when they slept with somebody else. Whatever happened to the time when Republicans didn't believe in getting into your bedroom, right? But now they want to do it? Hell no. I really don't care about Fannie Willis's uh, uh, proclivities, uh, or rather, Fanny Willis's sex life. I don't care about that. Only perverts do. I don't care when it started. I don't care about that. I care about sex lives when people get hurt. Like when Donald Trump raped that woman in the store, that hurt women. When he talks about grabbing women by their, you know what, that hurts women. When it becomes a crime, that's when. I'm concerned about it. Things that are consensual, it's none of your damn business. Bridge MCP says Wong's appointment 
uh, is a result of a 2020 voter-approved measure that removed the citizenship requirements to serve as San Francisco boards, commission, and advisory bodies. Each of the commissioner's seven members is appointed by different city officials, such as the mayor, city attorney general. The board of supervisors voted unanimously to appoint Wong. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about there. I guess I must have missed something with Wong, but we'll see. We will see. I must have missed something with Mr. Wong. But uh, bear with me, guys, as I check. I, let's see what we're talking about here. I don't know what that means, Bridget. I don't know what you're talking about there. You may have to refu re in, 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 uh, get me screwed in. New York screwed itself with real estate policy. Really? I don't think so. Uh, as it turns out, more millionaires are moving back to New York. So be careful when you make these statements. Bruce Pollard said, go out and convince all new citizens to register and vote. Become a citizen if you're not. As soon as I had the ability to become a citizen, that's exactly what I did, Bruce. Uh, Lee Grant's in the house. Hey, y'all. Lee Grant from uh, uh, Conroe, I think, uh, from Montgomery County. All right, Michael Rosa, Eric is trying to gin up some outrage over nothing. Eric needs to get off the right-wing bubble. Uh, it's rotten his brain. You're correct about that. Carl Cox says, Carl Cox is back. While Biden is a lot better than Nazi Trump, he's a poor choice. Trump can win, by the way. Biden is supporting the Israeli genocide of Palestine in the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. That is a true statement. Lee Grant says, Biden has alienated both Muslim and Jewish people. Remarkable political calculus. I don't see how he has alienated Jewish people. The only Jewish people that he alienated is the Jewish people that understand what's going on in Gaza is genocide. And I'm among a whole lot of my Jewish brothers and sisters who realize that, in fact, that is a genocide that's occurring. Uh, Michael says, if any Palestinian refugees ask to come to America, we should let them in and do so in a hurry. I agree 100 percent. Eric says 100,000 died of fentanyl and no one speaks about it. Well, you know why? Let me tell you why. The people who died of fentanyl poisoning chose to die of fentanyl poisoning. They chose to take it. Personal responsibility. That's what it was. Don't compare. Again, you have to use your minds, your head. I am sorry that some people, because the drug companies have, have hooked them onto fentanyl, Drug companies are the most murdering organizations when it comes to uh, a lot of these drugs. They get people hooked on the drugs, and we have it where our plutocracy is happy to hook you on drugs. If you really want to uh, accuse somebody of murder with those people on fentanyl and all these other drugs that they get hooked onto, blame the drug companies. Blame them for telling them the drug used to be, it was safe, and it turned out not to be. Again, Eric Hayes, critical thinking, critical thinking. Nobody stuffed that drug in the mouths of those people who took fentanyl and died. But Israel dropped a 2,000-pound bomb on that house that maimed and killed and disfigured and dismembered and murdered those kids in, the, in those buildings. There are distinctly different. There is no comparison. And anybody making a comparison is not using their minds to think. 
Mike Cisak says, Michael Rudnin, you'd probably say otherwise if one of the illegals, there's no illegals, uh, came around and raped and murdered your family. Oh, you know what's so funny? The people that do the most murdering and killing has nothing to do with, with, with the undocumented people. Let's be clear. Eric Hay says, when you lie on... I, I'll leave in that alone. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping that. Uh, Michael Ryan says, Eric Hay's fentanyl deaths last year was around 120,000. But how many of those were a result of hot doses? People who neither didn't know that they were taking fentanyl. Uh, again, that's what I'm saying, Radnin. I don't even need to read that. They're, the facts are facts. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, San Francisco appoints non, first non-citizen to serve on elections commission. Eric's post I responded to, I got you, I got you. Bruce Pollard says, time to get off the Biden bandwagon and find a younger person not bound to the political machine. And coming from you, uh, uh, Pollard, that is a big statement. That's a huge statement coming from you, my brother. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Mike Cizek says, Pollard, we have someone. His name is Trump. Trump is a thug. No, his name is not Trump. Egberto, oh, hell no. Most fentanyl overdoses are the result of people who didn't know how much they're taking, and a small difference is all it takes to be lethal. No, 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 no. Mike, brother Michael, as I said, the difference between uh, we cannot bank and put the fentanyl. People knew they were taking drugs. Maybe they didn't know how much. But they know they're taking something that can kill them. That's a fact. When you take something like fentanyl, or even if you're taking a drug that may be laced with it or whatever, you know you're taking something that is relatively dangerous. The fentanyl thing didn't just start now. That people are lacing drugs didn't just start now. Anytime you start to take illicit drugs, it's a crapshoot. Hell, every time you take any kind of uh, prescription narcotic, it's a crapshoot because the drug companies are just as complicit in killing you as your pusher or as anybody else. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Deb Denny says, this is a can of worms that overturn and roll weed. The difference between life, women, couple, and potential life. You're absolutely right, Deb Denny. And welcome, Deb Denny. Uh, hey, Deb, where, what city and town are you, a city and state are you from? I like to remember that to call people out. Eric Hayes says cartels are the new drug companies. I don't really care. Again, like I said, I don't I don't consider many a times the drug the port the part of the drug companies that push drugs, knowing that it can harm. How different can you think they are? Let's wake up, people. Let's wake up, my brothers and sisters. Michael Rodden said crime rates about native-born American is more than double that of immigrants. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Egberto, that comment to Eric, I think you actually do need to read it out. So please do. I don't know what you're talking about. You may have to put it in again, my brother. All right. Addiction overpowers free will. I agree. I agree. But it had a start. It had a start. It had a start. And the first time, look, from the time we were born, we were told that, you know, don't do drugs or whatever. I do understand people do drugs and uh, just like they do alcohol. Just like they do other things, I am not for making drugs. Uh, I am not for making drugs. Uh, what is the word that I want to use? I don't want making drugs a crime or anything like that. I look at it as an illness. All right, but what I'm trying to say is, anybody's initial usage of drugs came as a personal responsibility kind of thing, whether you you I, I decided to take it or not. And some people are more susceptible 
to be uh, addict, have an addictive type uh, body chemistry than others. Like I was never that addictive type, but I have friend. I have a good friend who died uh, when he the first hit of coke that he took. He couldn't stop. A good friend, the first hit of coke he took, and he was that. He just had to go for the fix every time. The first hit of alcohol, same thing. So I get it. I get it. All right, Michael wants me to read this again. Uh, fentanyl deaths last year was over, was around 120,000. But how many of those were the result of hot doses? People who either didn't know they were taking fentanyl as part of some other drugs or taking more fentanyl than they thought. I'd wager that most fentanyl overdoses are the result of a hot dose and that fixing the problem is the way, uh, is the way to reduce fentanyl deaths. The question being, do you actually care about addicts or are you just talking about your hate on Mexicans and other brown people? And I would I would uh, venture that the latter is what it's like. Uh, if you take a if you listen to what brother uh, Eric or CSEC or all a lot of these folks here talk, they don't see it. Uh, they don't see that a lot of what they're talk the way they speak is very, very racist. You know, it is preconceived notions that they have on people of color. It is clear. I mean, they don't see it. Eric doesn't understand that a lot of what he says is racist. The same applies to my brother, um, uh, 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 CSAC. Doesn't, doesn't realize that a lot of the way they, 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 they say certain things is absolutely racist. Like I always say, I have a lot of good friends that are racist, right? They just don't realize that it is. And, and me as a friend, I try to teach many times by example that, yes, you are a racist. Look, I was a homophobe. I learned how to change. If I didn't have good friends who could square me down, I probably would be the same. Same as being a sexist. I had good friends who taught me otherwise. And yes, so we have several racists in our means here. And our goal is to make them better people. To make them better people. It's not good enough to just say you're a racist goodbye. What we do is we try to make people better people. Right? It's that simple. Anyway, let's see. Radin says the decriminalization of our outright legalization of drugs would require regulations of the market. Getting labels, including the values of contents, would end the fentanyl spike drug problems. Yeah, I believe in the legalization of drugs. All of them. People say, well, you shouldn't do that. And I said, no, all of them. All of them, and you teach them not to take it. Do you have to tell anybody not to drink lighter fluid? Do you have to tell anybody not to drink uh freeze uh, uh uh what is it called freezer fluid you know antifreeze antifreeze is dangerous it tastes good it's like sugary you ever dip your hand in antifreeze and taste it? it's sugary taste you know but we know not to take it right and the same would come with bad drugs you teach people not to take it people think oh if we if we legalize all drugs people are just going to start taking it no not at all not at all I know it has not been pure hell in, in uh, Portland. The problem is deeper than that. Again, like I said, we have to stop looking at superficial and we have to look at the real problem. But anyway, 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 anyway. 
Let's see. You know, Fox News finally getting a little bit of a hump. They actually came after Donald Trump. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Imagine if Fox News had shown just the modicum of journalistic integrity. If they had done what you're going to hear them do here during the 2016 election and during the 2020 election, we wouldn't be looking at the possibility of having this charlatan potentially being president of the United States again. Listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Continue monitoring up the president's remarks, and I mean no offense to him, or some of you might want to continue hearing, but I did have to say that even though the former president is entitled to his opinions, he's not entitled to his own set of facts. The market has indeed been going up, but having nothing to do with him and everything being to do with this aggressive cut in interest rates, uh, or does a hiking in interest rates and stabilize inflation, and of course the whole artificial intelligence phenomenon that has benefited NVIDIA and a host of companies that are making money hand over fist. So that uh, whether you want to give Biden credit for that it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Furthermore, he mentioned about gas prices out of whack, $6 a gallon. The national average right now is $3.26 uh, cents a gallon. He went on to talk about the uh, 2020 election and how that was rigged. Uh, this has been adjudicated many, many times, dozens of times. It's been investigated uh, by everyone and his uncle. No fewer than 44 investigations launched, some of them by judges that were uh, picked by Donald Trump himself that found no evidence of that in the seven battleground states where most of them were focused. Donald Trump lost each and every one of those states. And no facts or no history that he mentions on the stump right now will change that. It is it is funny because Neil Cavuto, the first thing he does is give a quasi apology to Donald Trump. I don't mean any offense, Donald, but everything that you said is a lie. And let me explain what all the lies are. No, gasoline is not six dollars or something cents a gallon. No, the market isn't going up because of you. No, uh, the, the, the Biden economy is really doing just fine. I mean, and he goes point after point to point out that Donald Trump is nothing more than a fraud, a blowhard and just talking. Now, in effect, they're saying you can't believe the word of this person who purportedly wants to be president of the United States. So why in the you know what are they even giving him the time on the network? They, their network has become the conduit. And let, let's not just look at Donald Trump, I mean, at uh, Fox News, because every network has used Donald Trump to make a lot of money because they know the people look at it as a big, big sideshow. We need to get away from sensationalism. We need to get away from all this junk that is sort of just entertainment and realize we really have a country with problems and having a charlatan like the like uh, uh, former President Trump, number 45, having a charlatan is a clear and present danger to all of us. I repeat, having him even participating in an election is a clear and present danger. We hope that Americans, from the time he goes to court, realizes that, that he's nothing but a fraud and act accordingly. Absolutamente so. Absolutamente so. There, that, that is 
a statement of fact. Yes, uh, uh, Michael, I mean, Bruce Pollard, it is true. Fox News was the first one to call the election because they call Arizona. And when they call Arizona, that just about, for all practical purposes, that just about proved the election. Uh, and again, uh, you know, Cavuto told uh, the Fox News audience, look, guys, Donald Trump tried to say he won over 40-something thousand times and he pressed 40-something cases. And every single judge came out and says, you have no grounds here. You lost the election. You lost the election. Get with the program. You lost the confounded election. You are a loser, Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is likely going to be a loser again. But I think uh, Biden needs a wake-up call if he's going to uh, if he's going to be the candidate, and I think he is. I don't see any other way around it based on the time of the year, etc. Uh, but I think he needs a wake-up call. All right, Paul Fleming currently is about eighty percent. Ever since Democrats in New York City decided that illegals were worth more than minorities, you see, you see what you see what happens there, right? That is a magic that they're doing in Chicago and New York. Uh, they get the Republican governors to throw a lot of uh, migrants to these big cities. And these big cities are fighting to find a way to put them up, right? And now because the big cities are not leaving the, uh, the, the immigrants on the streets and finding places for them, then they go ahead and they talk to the minorities and the poor whites and everybody and say, you see, you see? These liberals are taking better care of those foreigners and look at the condition that you are living in. But at the same time, these same Republicans, when, when liberals are trying to do something for people who are living in dire straits, they're like, nope, we're not going to pass that law. Nope, we're not going to pass that law. So, you know, if you, if you do nothing, if you do nothing, if you have no soul, if you care about, if you don't care about humanity, it's easy for you to call, just keep calling people out and get nothing done. I repeat, the Republican governors send a whole lot of the immigrants, and you know what happens, right? It sends a whole lot of immigrants to these blue states. After it sends all these immigrants to these blue states, what happens then? They have the blue states have to do something with these immigrants. And as soon as the mayor of these cities try to find locations for them, try to feed them, try to do whatever, then they go to the minority communities and the poor communities and say, hey, look, they're helping those foreigners and they're not helping you, Mr. Minorities in Dire Straits, Mr. Poor, poor whites in dire straits. We not going. They're not helping you. Look how they're helping the immigrants. It's a catch twenty two, because the reason why many times they're not helping those uh, those poor people, poor Americans, is because the Republicans are don't want the policies that will help them. So there they are, creating just chaos, and nobody reports it as it should. Your local news doesn't report it as it should. And the first time a Republican said, look at what they're doing for the, for the foreigners and what about the folks in the Bronx, somebody, the reporter should come out and say, hey, uh, uh, pol Republican politician, did you vote for the program to help these people do X, Y, or Z? Uh, no. 
So what are you complaining about? You are the one that's responsible for them not getting the assistance to move them forward in life. Isn't that true? It is a racket. It is, it is immoral. It is horrendous. That's what it's all about. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Egberto lost the Facebook page. You lost the Facebook page? Uh, let me give you the Facebook page here. This is where the program is at. Here's the Facebook page for the program. All right, I just gave it to you. Because I'm looking at it right now on the Facebook page as well. All right, folks. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Bruce says, we print extra dollars to pay for food and bad things. Everyone pays only one. He ultra wealthy benefits. Exactly right, sir. A persuasive buyer, MCP, uh, art of the deal in 49 states. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Michael Rodden, breaking Manhattan DA seeks uh, gag order against Trump in hush money case. I saw that earlier. And we have Michael Rodden says, we New Yorkers knew Trump as a deadbeat and a fraud since at least the 1990s. We tried to warn the rest of the nation, but y'all didn't want to listen. This is the result. Persuasive Barrier says, uh, welcome Persuasive Barrier says, we need to keep watch for additional fake electors this time too. It's going to be a mess. Uh, Persuasive Barrier also says the thing is private contractors at the border are costing the taxpayer big time. We could house cage migrants at five-star hotels with their costs. It's amazing, isn't it? They're thieves, but they're, they're, th these, these politicians don't tell you the truth, right? They want this excuse because they're people, they're friends that have airlines. They're friends that have a jail, uh, that run jails. All their friends are in these businesses and they're just giving the business to their friend. That's all about uh, turning bodies into money. It's amazing. Michael says, Egberto, shipping migrants to liberal cities was a crime of a political stunt. The crime being human trafficking. I agree. Persuasive Barry says, name one piece of legislation House Republicans have introduced to help ordinary Americans in the past 10 years. I can tell you, zero, none, settle. No, ellos nunca han tratado de ayudar a nadie. They have never tried to help anyone. All right. Uh, but, of course, they were willing to give all those tax breaks. And this is not cliché. These are statements of facts. Okay, we got another video to show you right now. This one is Joanne Reed. And, and I want you guys to listen to Joanne's commentary in detail because there is an inconvenient truth. There is an inconvenient truth that everyone needs to see. I want you guys to see it and I'd like you guys to comment about it. Let's go ahead and get that done. Here we go. By now, we all know that Nikki Haley lost by about 20 points or so to Donald Trump. A big loss, but again, it's 60-40, right? In other words, she's saying 40% of the Republicans are uh, uh, amenable to having Nikki Haley as their representative because they just don't want Donald Trump. Nobody, you know, a large percentage of them just understand the crook that he is and uh, all the negative connotations that come with that. Uh, but Joanne Reed took that and uh, realized one thing about how Nikki Haley is speaking above and beyond. She's not trying to talk to MAGA at all. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side because it's an inf inconvenient truth that all politicians of color, or most that is, have to play 
and do play. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Everyone wants to bring back the America we uh, we we used to know. We used to love, she said. Um, that's that nostalgia commentary that you gave her. She said she loves her state. I love how we united during our worst challenges. She said the people have a right to a real choice, not a Soviet-style election with just one candidate. This is where she calls out both Biden and Trump. She says one of them calls fellow Americans fascist. The other calls them vermin. She says Trump drives people away. And then she goes into her uh, riff about the 40 percent. Nikki Haley, I think, did very well. First of all, she is a talented politician. I think we all need to acknowledge her talent as a politician. She's good at giving giving a speech. But what she's also particularly good at, and it's one of the reasons she became governor of a state like South Carolina that is so white evangelical, that is so antithetical to the idea of a, the daughter of, of immigrants from India, you would think would not have a shot there. But what she's really good at is doing the kind of nostalgia that, frankly, Barack Obama used to do and that voters, I mean, that candidates of color have to do in order to succeed in American politics. They push to a nostalgia about this. We are in America with possibilities. It's the reason she won't say America is a racist country. It's the reason most black politicians won't say it. Yet there is a part of the American electorate that wants to believe the best about America. They want to believe the rose-colored glasses version of America. Tonight, Nikki Haley spoke to those people who she has very accurately said make up maybe four out of 10 Republican and independent, Republican-leading independent voters. She didn't try to speak to the MAGA crowd. She didn't try to pander to Trump's voters. She ignored them, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she went straight for that kind of nostalgia portion of the Republican Party that still remains. I thought that was very smart. And that is kind of what I was saying that she might do to sort of leapfrog over MAGA, to ignore them, essentially, and to speak to that kind of nostalgic voter that in the past voted for, you know, George W. Bush or whatever. She's a standard issue old style type Republican who has zero shot of being the nominee in this in this election. Right. However, she is keeping alive the fact that that part of the party and that part of the independent portion of our electorate does exist. Now, her policies are far right. If you dug deeper into what she believes, she's a far right wing Tea Partier. But she presents as that old fashioned type of nostalgic candidate and a candidate of color in the Republican Party, where I think there's value to that. So her staying in the race I'm quite sure that the Democrats are very happy to have her. She's not going to be the nominee, but she's a reminder every day and every time she opens her mouth that there still are Republican voters who want something other than MAGA, who believe in something about America that isn't MAGA and who actually are open to someone like her who looks like her, who sounds like her, who's a woman, who's the daughter of immigrants. It's a reminder that if you're a nostalgia voter, you're not alone. And about 40 percent of Republicans and Republican leaning independents agree with you. I'm sure the Biden campaign couldn't be happier to have her in the race and to stay in. Joanne Reed nailed it. And let me tell you something. After she had that in-depth analysis of Nikki Haley's speech, it was clear to me that neither Rachel Maddow, Chris Hayes, all these great progressive folk just simply didn't get it they they moved on to a subject uh that uh, that simply didn't give enough notion to what joy and reed had to say 
it is something so important that she said, and I think it went right over their heads. In effect, it says that many in America are satisfied with living with what they hope, what they believe we are, what they that, that they believe the narrative of who we are, though there is a vast number of people who have lived the true American narrative that is far removed from who we say we are. And in effect, that is what Joanne Reed was talking about. She was trying to tell you that in order for these, these politicians of color to win in a broad race, they have to play to that sensitivity. They have to play to that reality that many believe we are who we aren't, but we are satisfied with you if you can play the game with us, that we are the magnanimous folks that we are. And she said it in such a non-offensive manner, in such a manner to say, let's look inward and that because what Nikki Haley did is what Obama had to do, is what every single candidate of color has to do to placate themselves for election. Because you know why? Think about that. And it went over every single one of their heads at this progressive station. I sat down there and listened, and I, I just knew. Rachel Maddo was going to come back and say something and elaborate on what Joy and Reed said, but they all missed it. And I bet, uh, absent what I'm talking about here, I bet a lot of America did as well. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Absolutely, help us please join. That's how we continue to do what we need to do. If you could give me the direct link, please. I just gave you the direct link, my brother. I'm on the page, it's not there anymore. Uh, really? I am on the page and I'm seeing it. Let me go ahead and do a, uh, let me go ahead and uh, see if it's there or not. Uh, I think I still, let's see, Joanne Reed. Yeah, it's there. It's still there and it's live. It's still there and it's live, ABQ. All right, let's see what else we got here. Insulin cap. During the video, check your FV page. See if your last wide stream video is gone. Nope. I am looking at it right now. Unless they had a glitch every now and, you know, unless somebody kind of, you know, you know how the Israeli, um, uh, uh, watch APAC, unless APAC did something, you know, that's all I can think of. I mean, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if temporarily they got it pulled down, but I'm looking at it right now and it seems to be still there. The page is still there. All right. Uh, Biden can talk about infrastructure investment, the prescription drug plans alone. Biden's actually got a lot done. Yes, he does. Yes, he did get a lot done. But again, uh, you know, life is precious. And you keep murdering, you keep supporting the murder of 
innocent women, children, and men, none of that matters. If life matters, none of that other stuff matters if you don't mind the destruction of some lives. Uh, oh, you're talking about Twitch. Uh, I am not sure about Twitch. I, I, I don't know if... Uh, let me, I'm pulling up Twitch to see if it's still there. I'm looking at... Yeah, Twitch is also there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it, it's still there. I just went ahead and I could hear it in my screen. So Twitch is there as well. Persuasive Barry says, Haley might be a talented politician, but she wants to pardon Trump. I know. It's crazy, right? AVQ says, Comedy Central would make for a good follow-up. Nikki Haley's misleading moderate refutation. Exactly. I'll, I've got to watch that. That's got to be funny. Uh, Persuasive Barry says, One party tried to steal the election, leading with the threat of fascism. That's just facts. It's not name-calling if the shoe fits and walk with them. I agree. Egberto, she ain't nail S-H-I-T. I agree. But I mean, Joanne was making a, a deeper point than that. And I hope you all got the point she was making. Persuasive Barry says, trying to sell Trump as a patriotic American at this point is like trying to nail wet SHIP to a wall. Oh, God, I haven't heard that before. AVQ says, Egberto, after the live stream, please check your Facebook notifications. See if, if FB didn't kill your live stream mid-run today. It's gone. Okay. Anybody else see that it's gone or not? I am going to go ahead and uh, bring it up on another channel and see what happens here. But I got, I didn't get a notification or anything yet. So I'm going to go ahead and pull it up on a non, an account that isn't mine to see what happens. All right. Let's see what else we got here. All right, Rudnin, I am looking at it on. Uh, Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. It says was live. Okay, I'm looking at it on the on an account that I'm not logged into, and it says was live. So I'm gonna have to check that later on. I'll do a check on that later on, my friend. Uh let's continue. Uh Deb Denny said that's because your read person is a person of color and she gets it. Deb Denny, exactly, exactly. Lee Grant says, candidate of color is a new one for me. Is Tulsi a candidate of color? Yes, she is. Uh, Joy is right, although I would never, ever vote for her. She will pardon Trump. Exactly. Uh, knows all about Project 25. Was endorsed, praised by televangelist Pastor John Hagee, who has a history of making remarks and, and as anti-Semitic, anti-Catholic, and anti-LGBT. Exactly. Word glitch and it's gone for me. Well, actually, I think... Uh, uh, I am looking on the... Oh, actually, that is not the YouTube channel. Uh, I think... Actually, it is gone. Uh, I am seeing it on my screen where I'm logged in, but I'm not seeing it on an empty screen. So I got to look that up and see what happened there. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Twitch is working fine. FB gone. FB working for me. Okay, I don't know what happened because I, I think it must be something... It may not be malicious. I'll look at all my feeds afterwards to see if there was something malicious there. But anyhow, we are at 3.52, and I am done with everything that I wanted to present today. So the next thing that I'm going to right now is I'm going to do my ask. So I want to ask all of you who can to support the program, politicsunright.com 
slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. Uh, and how do you support us? You can support the pro you can find a lot of different ways to support the program by going to this link, politicsdoneright.com slash support, which I am uh, putting out there right this minute. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. And interestingly, it sent the message to all, all of the all the things so far. Likewise, uh, you can support us by becoming by joining our newsletter, becoming a paid subscriber of our newsletter. That is at politicsandright.com/newsletter. Politicsandright.com/newsletter. Now, remember, I started selling my new book. And that is Tribulations of an Afro-Latino Caribbean Man. Uh, and to get the book, all you need to do is go to politicsandright.com. I tell you what, Eric, when we go out to our, break, to our, our, our coffee, you can talk about that. Uh, here we go. Go to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. And pick up a copy of my. Hey, I tell you what, I think you need to get a copy of it. All my right wingers should get a copy uh, and read it objectively, specifically to my good friend uh, uh, Eric Hayes. I think you should get the book. I also think that uh, <laughs> I. Uh, this is so funny. This is so funny. This is so funny. Uh, I think you should get the book. It's worth the read. And and when you read it, you're going to say, wow, I can't believe that happened. And I can't believe that you're not bitter from all of that. Title of the book is Tribulations of an Afro-Latino Caribbean Man. Racism Didn't Stop My Smile, Hope, or Journey Forward. And you can get it at politicsandright.com slash books. Or if you sign up for our um, newsletter, if you sign up for our newsletter, you can read all of my books just bec because you are a paid member of the newsletter. All right. Bruce says, we print extra dollars to pay for food. I think I read that one already. Uh, let's see what else I got here. I'm looking for new comments to come out. I'm looking for new comments. Uh, any new comments that are coming? Every case says good show, but not all truthful. No, actually, it was all truthful, but we can discuss that when we go out to lunch. When is coffee? 11 a.m. Thursday. Bring a coffee. I will buy it and read it. Okay, I'll bring a coffee for you. Uh, Egberto Hayes. Egberto, nothing can stop your smile. There you go, brother. Dev Denny says, what does PTFV mean? That is a key that I use to, uh, in, in my software. A, a lot of, uh, since I have a few minutes, I'll explain. I am, the, I am a one-person operation, and there's a lot that happens in broadcasting. A lot. Lee Grant, you need to get my book. Don't forget, Lee Grant. Go to uh, politicsandright.com slash books and pick up a copy. You need to read this. Anyway, um, but anyway, uh, a lot of... Um, I'm a one-person operation. Luckily, I'm also a software developer, an engineer, all that good stuff. So a lot of stuff that people have to pay other people to do, I'm able to do it on my own, right? So I set up a lot of automation 
so that when the program starts, when certain things happen, it look at keywords. So it look at that PTFB stands for politics. Uh, it's uh, Facebook. It stands for politics something on Facebook. I, I forgot what I named it for, but I use that acronym so that I can trigger certain things to happen and transmit here and not transmit there and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I do. So you'll see little things in there that I use to make things work automatically. Lee Grant says, FB down for me too. Wow. I guess I'm going to have to look to see if somebody shut us down on FB. It is still working for me, but we'll see after the show is over. Okay. Let's see what else we got here before I exit. Uh, Egberto is a one-man gang and TGOG of politics. <laughs> All right. We don't get U.S. drop anything bigger than a 1,000 bombs everywhere on Earth, but we freely give away 2,000 pounders to Israel to put Christ in the rubble. <laughs> now, that is funny. I laughed at that one. That is funny. Uh, it, the Israeli aerial assault is unlike anything seen since Vietnam. Gaza, only 20 miles long and 5 miles wide is rapidly becoming by design uninhabitable. And that's their goal. That is the goal. And that is the definition of genocide. That is the definition. So anyhow, folks, let's be truthful here. Uh, many folks would prefer if you're not truthful. Anyway, folks, uh, uh, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.